Hello, everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie III. I'm Jack Allison. And first of all, sorry, apologies for the slight delay last week in some of our shows. Unfortunately, um, three, maybe four people involved in recording those shows got the flu mm-hmm. uh, last week. Uh, not me, mm-hmm. of course, because I take my job as a well. podcaster. Well, too seriously to walk around we'll, without getting. We'll get into my theory in a moment. Washing here about my hands, all these happen, or, but go ahead. Know, I just take my responsibility as a broadcast journalist just a little bit more seriously than right. perhaps some of my co-collaborators. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, Jack, you caught the flu. Yes. Yes, I did. And Leslie, I'll tell you what. I also had my internet. Cut. Oh, well, uh, my internet was cut for a full twenty-four hours, and that also import in, uh, impacted our recording schedule. It and did. So, Leslie, I don't think that this is you know a matter of that you're so much more careful, you're so much more responsible as okay. a podcaster. I think this is a result of that I'm just more dangerous of a podcaster. I mean, these people oh, okay. have now shot me with the flu gun and tried to cut the line <laughs> to my house, Leslie. Let's be real about what's going on here. They tried to get Castro like that, too. That That's what gun. I'm saying. They tried to get him with that one at the time. You know, like you know, they're taking it back out. You know, they're taking the old shit out of mothballs. And the people, you speak for us, you fight for us. And I'm with much, the people. I want to fight for the people. Yeah, much like Bernie Sanders has, you know, all these forces aligned against him. You know what, Leslie? You know what I did? I use Okay, whatever. I use the website Predict It, and it lets you, like, buy options of what you think is going to happen in, like, elections and stuff like that. And I bought a lot of that, you know, that, that Sanders was going to win the Iowa, you know, the Iowa caucus. Uh, and since they stole it. You know, it has not resolved yet. But if you look at the market right now, it's been driven down to like 20 cents for Sanders. And I bought like one hundred and fifty dollars more. <laughs> if, I, if Sanders does win Iowa, as is true and as is just and as and as is right, I'll make nine hundred dollars <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I have doubled down. I double. You I double go once down again. I say, it. guess what? He is still going to win Iowa because in the end. The math nerds can't. They, the math is math. And if I win this nine hundred dollars, I'll donate it all to the Bernie campaign, and that will that won't even get me at maxed out yet. I think I'll still be able to donate a little more after that. Yeah, but um, speaking of donating to the Bernie campaign, the thing we're talking about today is um, your new political website that you're launching, a trademark pending, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the name of it is horsewhisper.com mm-hmm. uh, and that's spelled h-o-a-r-s-e uh, w-i-s-p-e-r-e-r it's a very distinctive spelling that's the kind of thing you know that's very specific that you're able to do a trademark yes. for you know so i just want to say that it's very specific you know the way that this thing is spelled and that's the the website that i'm going to be launching very soon with information about um uh po- politics yeah, uh, it's also you know the name of an account on a, of a guy. Yes, that I got into it with for a little bit yeah. of a time, but it was not a trademark that anyone had registered yet. So I'm I'm jumping in there and I'm going to try to register my trademark for 
this new idea, <laughs> which is the name uh, Horse Whisperer, Horse which I was like, you know, I was like talking to this guy and I was like, that's interesting. I'm like, I wonder if anyone has actually trademarked that and it gave me an idea for a website that I'm that I'm launching, you know? Well, it's already launched. You have uh, set it up to uh, direct to a Bernie Sanders donation page. And Correct. Where, where are you at now on that? That's uh, Well, you know, Leslie, uh, uh, since we launched the uh, Horse Whisperer page, uh, we have raised uh, over eighty-one thousand wow. uh, dollars for the Bernie Sanders campaign, That's and we time. have expanded. We expanded. Yes, you know, there's horsewhisperer.com, there's hardballchris.com, <laughs> uh, neeratandon.net, robbymook.us, podsaveamerica.us, quibby.support, <laughs> and of course, Doctor Jason, Jason Johnson. Johnson for Bernie, doctorjasonjohnson.us, uh, which we should be putting out again today because he did some more real bad yes. posting. Just today. Well, we'll get to my enemies later, but your enemies. Uh, yes. Horse Whisper. People have been so asking. People have that. asked us to do an episode yes. about this, right? Yes. Like what all happened between me and this man, the Horse Whisperer? Okay. <laughs> I, I guess uh, it's first uh, worthwhile resetting who the Horse his Whisperer was. Not is, who he was, because was. you changed him. You changed who he is and who he has to be online. Originally, <laughs> Horse Risk Whisperer was a, a horse. horse account, a <laughs> uh, account for a horse that posted constantly the most banal and annoying, um, centrist, very, very cent- centrist democratic, yeah, anti Bernie, very centrist, obnoxious, kind of just milk toast. Terrible takes. No real beliefs to be found. But it was the politics horse. Everybody knew that on Twitter there was the politics horse when it was a really bad account. That that politics horse is a real bad account. It was just a horse that we all knew. You may be familiar with him from the big thread he did where he tells a story about the time he didn't rape a woman. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess he There's thought a long about thread it. He does about how he was so how brave how brave he was to not uh, date rape someone. Yes, uh, when they were both drunk. Yeah, even though she was warm for his form. Yes, that's the meme. You it's a seen. fucking disgusting account. It's a disgusting account. So listen, I hated the Horse Whisperer account because because you know Brianna Joy Gray came on uh, this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Like long before she's working for the Bernie campaign or anything like that. I, I know, we honestly should show. probably take a little bit of credit for that cuz we had her on 3 <laughs> times before she got Yeah, that you probably should to be honest with you, Helter Builder profile. But anyway, like we had Brianna on the show and this fucking horse account like because I guess Ragnarok Lobster had said something like this said that Bree was white adjacent bro fodder. <laughs> yes. And that struck me as, like, sort of self-evidently, like, gross and ridiculous. And, you know, it is this thing that, you know, centrist accounts like to do of, you know, they like to say that there is no black Bernie support and there's no there are no Bernie supporters who are people of color. And when they're presented with evidence to the contrary, well, what he did was he was like, well, she's like black, but not, but she's not white really. because of her opinions. <laughs> yeah. She's white because of the opinion she has. Like when she, because, because of the opinion she has, that's transformed her, of course, now into a white bro or whatever. And I also think that the fucking horse account benefited a lot from just being a fucking horse. You know what I mean? Like, I think that like people like when they see a post like that and it has a little horse avatar, it doesn't like occur to them that this is a disgusting thing being said by like a white guy. Yes, a white guy. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and, and what's so funny about this is like he's hiding his whiteness 
to like erase someone else's blackness. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he's hiding behind a fake avatar and he's allowed to say racist and fucked up stuff like that because he's hiding behind anonymity about Bree, who is not. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he I hate the fucking horse <laughs> so but, much. But, but to be, you know, just to reset, let's 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 take it down a notch. We are doing some documentary work here. We're documenting, some, mm-hmm. you know, the campaign. You have to get it out of me, Leslie, because I'm I I am I'm a I'm a subject. I'm all over the place. There's so much to this story. <laughs> uh, uh, there's so much, so many twists and turns to this bizarre story of me and the horse. Yeah. So I I remember quite clearly when that happened, and I I looked up. I went through his search history because I didn't know that he was a white guy when he made that un- until he mm-hmm. made that comic. I already hated him, but I actually right. went back and looked at him and go like, wait a minute, this dude's talking real foul about a black woman. He's real loud out here saying that mm-hmm. she's white adjacent profile. And he's got like, at this time, he's got like 150,000 followers. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, people will act like, oh, it's nothing account, but I'm like, he actually hold some influence in like the sort of weird centrist oh, world of we'll, we'll get to that later to how much influence he ended up having that's that's further down in the storyline but um I, I remember i looked it up and he he was a white man he had expo- he had mentioned you know a, yeah months and months back that he He's was like a white, white guy, guy here or yeah something yeah like wanting that. credit for being like a white guy <laughs> yeah, who's like woke. he posted about being a white guy when it was like that he's like i'm a white guy and i'm actually not that way or whatever yeah. but when it comes to like calling brie white adjacent bro fodder he's like very conveniently you know not really uh uh headlining that yeah and so i i I, we you know get into it thing i will credit horse for kind of is that he's very quick with blocking like if you don't like him he'll just block you and if you you get he's not one of these people who's going to try to argue you because well he did with me oh he did actually Oh, he did. Oh, please, Jack. Tell oh, me. he and I have a real history. Okay, me and well, the horse. Yeah. Okay, so what happened with me and the horse was that he was posting some stupid shit, some truly stupid shit about the minimum wage. Okay, and so this is a guy who's like ostensibly on the center. He's basically saying like he said, "Fight for fifteen is bad because that would lead to like pizza delivery boys getting paid like forty six thousand dollars a year for their jobs." And I nothing wrong with that, of course. And I well, number one, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But number two, I like responded to him just with like the math of it, which was like to make that amount of money. That would mean that that pizza delivery driver has to work forty hour weeks, like fifty two weeks a year. And I think that anybody that works 40-hour weeks, 52 weeks a year, should be making that amount of money. Yeah. Do you, like, agree? <laughs> and he, like, got all pissed off at me. We went back and forth, and I trashed him for the thing he said about Bree or whatever. And I think I found some other post of his that was bad that somebody sent me, and I posted it. So they they run in little crews over yes. there. The centrist accounts run in little fucked up crews, and they're in little weird DM groups with each other. And they I, – I will tell you, Leslie, where this story gets to – I believe that they are like radicalizing boomers in these like little weird DM groups. And I have evidence. We know some of this because there's been reporting done on this that all the big time uh, celebrity liberal accounts are 
with oh yeah are with each other in dm groups so that's why that's called the decency collective yeah that's where like that's where fucking you'll see don Cheadle pushing back against deborah messing posting an article from 2015 about how like bernie won't support the nominee or something like that like the depths of hell like <laughs> truly nightmarish stuff to face yourself to what this means to all the listeners is that whenever you log in and see like your third favorite actor from an old showtime showtime show like being extremely angry at bernie sanders is because he got uh, a message from this dm group where they're right. all told to go out and post and where this they're article. like given like there are people talking like, points representatives from like nancy pelosi's office yeah. who like are in there telling them what to post about nancy pelosi it's, so it's an influence operation uh, um but yeah a lot of these centrist accounts and a lot of the ones that came up big in 2016 a lot of them are even like connected to weird sally albright botnets and that's how they all got these like hundreds of thousands of followers and all this kind of shit blah 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 um, so the horse runs in a little crew with a bunch of other weird centrist accounts, including this one that I never fucking even heard of before. The feminist next door. MRAS. Uh. The MRAS account. Basically, horse, after going back and forth with me for a little bit, drops his like big oppo, which is like that he was like talking about something good in a post where he said something really, really bad. I don't even like remember, but it was like I had cut out the link or something and they were like, this fucking undercuts your argument or whatever. So he posted that and Emraz was like within seconds, like you really made yourself look like a fool today or something like that. And so I'm like, what the fuck little like operation are these two like running on me? Like these two like weird big follower accounts trying to like like one two punch like you know impeach me and get everybody all pissed off of me or whatever but i stuck my ground and i argued it out back and forth with emraz um and eventually like she left me alone she like blocked me and left me alone right uh, uh so anyway but we had gotten in a big fight and the horse account was mean to me and everybody was all upset with me blah 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 so come the end of that this year this is the end of uh, uh 2018 um, I posted that Louis C.K. video um, uh, uh, where, you know, he was talking about the Parkland kids and everything like that, you know, in the uh, uh, in his doing his comedy thing. Uh, and that video got posted on TMZ uh, and it was posted from my tweet. They embedded my tweet because basically, honestly, that's a way for news organizations to like avoid liability. Like if they if they're not the ones hosting the video, then they can't get sued for it. So it like TMZ, they like. You know, like, uh, you know, they're basically like holding withholding liability from themselves by using my tweet. So I got embedded on TMZ and I was like, the funny thing to do here would be to like try to get people to unfollow Horse Whisperer. So I was like, unfollow at Horse Whisperer on Twitter. And I made that my like display name. <laughs> Just because these were the, the confluence of like the two sort of beefs I was in at that particular moment. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Um, so the Miami Herald. Uh, in covering the Louis C.K. thing, erroneously puts in print that I am the horse whisperer account. <laughs> um, because I made my display name like unfollow at horse whisperer. So they were like Jack Allison, like a comedian in Los Angeles who's like behind the at horse whisperer account. Like, is this and Leslie, then the leftist DM group started talking about me. Yes, <laughs> that was like a real day when everybody like like thought that they had like really got got me figured out and that I was the fucking horse whisperer. Like some people really did 
get mad at me. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is even going on <laughs> here? <laughs> and I found out the thing with the Miami Herald. And I demanded a retraction. And I actually did DM with the writer at the Miami Herald who wrote the article who w- did offer me a retraction. They said it was going to be published. I never saw it, but I believe them. And I very graciously decided not to sue the Miami Herald for yes. libel, <laughs> take them up for all they're worth. And, and I've said this before, uh, they're the ones who went on to break the Jeffrey Epstein story. So you can go ahead and thank me yes. for uh, not stripping <laughs> the news department of resources for the very news department that ended up looking into Epstein and getting the case reopened. Wow. Rivet, if, not for, if I had sued the Miami Herald, maybe Jeffrey Epstein would still be alive today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's where the this is where the horse whisperer story takes us. We go through a slight detour to uh the butterfly effect that caused the Jeffrey Epstein story to come back up. Um, oh so anyway, because of that. The horse gets really mad about that. It's very, very funny. I clear my name. It's all fine. But because of that, yes, I get contacted by like people. So there is a lot of like backbiting and backstabbing in the world of like all the centrist accounts. And yeah, so all those centrist DM groups that they're we were all in DM earlier. groups and they're all mad at each other and they all hate the horse guy because he like is fucked up. Like he's mean, like he is, he was to me. He like bosses people around in these corny centrist DM groups, which, oh my God, can you even imagine? Can you even imagine? <laughs> so, anyways, like they hate this guy and, you know, they start talking to me. They've made enemies on, on that side, on the centrist side. And so they're like, we want to find out who the horse is. We're going to do it. And so I just, all I did. Was at one point they they were like we know what years he went to Rutgers, and then I was able to find like all the Rutgers yearbooks for like those years. That's all I did. That's all I did. Then some months pass, and I was like, here it is. They were like, we figured it out. Here it is, and they like showed me how they figured it out, and they were like, this is who it is. And uh, to be clear, this is all based on stuff that he himself Correct. posted because this is not he- like I'm not like we're not go- hacking behind the mainframe and fucking you know what I mean? Like this is like he posted stuff about his life. He posted dates and, you know, locations and things like that, like alluded to family members. And, you know, you're basically able to find a lot of that stuff on public records. Like if people do have like the time to devote to something like that, like. Yeah, it's it's very easy to find all that stuff just right out in the open. Yeah, especially if you're using constantly, if you're making yourself out to be a political pundit who who speaks on identity issues and right. goes around telling like the press secretary for Bernie Sanders that she's not really black. Well, so look, people are going to start wondering. Okay, well then, who the fuck are you, horse? Yeah, Why look, are you- I. <laughs> I'm not against internet anonymity or anything like that, but I do think it like takes it into a different realm when it's like got some level of influence intersecting with like politics. You know what I mean? Like I do think that like if you are sort of using your influence to like advocate for political ideas, I'm like, well, then I actually think 
it's fair game. You know what I mean? Not even just the influence. Whenever he would get in an argument with people, he would cite his work history. That was the other thing he would do. If you got into an argument with the horse about, say, a military budget, he would chime in and say, well, actually, I've been work, I've worked, you know, with the right. military for a number of years and therefore I'm, an I'm right. And like yeah. he he would constantly note himself as an expert based on his work history. And so when you look at all these things and he's posting about where he went to college at because he wants to as an authority, he went to a nice university when he's posted about all the companies he's worked for. It's very simple to just put all of that in Google and find the one person who has that resume because right. they've posted that re- exact resume right. on LinkedIn. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. They ended up figuring it all out. And then we were able to match like against his LinkedIn. Um, and then I didn't post it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I had it for a little while. Like I found out who he was. I was like, this guy seems annoying and ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's like, you know, He's not like an important person particularly, you know what I mean? But I I just sat on it and knew it. But then, then one MSNBC day. decided to like show one of his tweets on TV in a roundup about what was it again? It was like Bernie's. Was oh, yeah, it was my Bernie story. So, oh, yeah. So my Bernie story was a uh, hashtag trending for one weekend. It was basically a bunch of people, regular normal people come out and saying the reason I support Bernie Sanders is because I say lost my son because he couldn't afford his insulin and so i want medicare for all this is the the type of really you know gut-riching heartfelt stories that people were posting to say why they support you know bernie sanders and why it's very important to them and that his his policies be enacted horse whisper jumps in to fucking you know co-op that and post like his shitty thing let me you know all these people are posting you know these Tremendous heartfelt stories. It's trending on Twitter. All the Bernie people are loving it. All you know, it felt it was a really good moment, really good weekend. The only thing that MSNBC decided to post was a couple of negative posts uh, from yeah. people who hate Bernie Sanders' guts. And this was Horse Whisperer's contribution again, um, an anonymous account, a horse that MSNBC, the network, uh, posted on Twitter. Um, obviously elevating him to a new level of uh influence and punditry as a horse to, yeah to, to poss- possibly the most you know influential political horse of all time at that point yeah uh, thanks to msnbc so let me read the uh, tweet yeah um okay since this is trending here's my bernie story the year was 2016 and bernie was already long eliminated from contention an actual Democrat would have stopped torpedoing the nominee and worked to defeat Trump, but Bernie had books to sell. The end. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing about that remotely has any connection to actual reality whatsoever. Right. And he posted that, and it was, re- and it was reposted um, by MSNBC. So then the horse goes from being just a kind of annoying guy on Twitter to kind of to a bit of like a problem problem well right? and also in my opinion it suddenly becomes relevant like 
what his work history is yes. and like the jobs he's done. Like if they are showing this stuff as an example of sort of like just what normal people, what disinterested parties out there are saying, like if they're putting this forward as just any random Twitter account, I actually suddenly do think that it's relevant. Like if we're laundering, you know, the opinions of people who will like actually maybe have their livelihoods directly affected by the policies, you know, that uh, uh, a Bernie Sanders, you know, presidency, you know, might uh, uh, enact. I think that suddenly is relevant. You know what I mean? So I posted, okay, so then since this is trending, here's my horse whisperer story. Horse whisperer is a marketing guy who's worked with Exxon, Aetna, and Citibank. War liar Brian Williams probably shouldn't show his tweet on TV just like he's a disinterested party. And I posted the screenshot from the TV show and then screenshots from the horse whisperer's resume. I didn't post his name. I didn't post his, you know, picture. I posted like, that he is working directly with the industries and maybe not anymore, but he has a work history of working directly with the in types of industries that a, a, a Bernie Sanders presidency, you know, might would hopefully decimate <laughs> that in a good world would no longer exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, because uh, it's important when you, when you're the news, when you're an actual journalist, when a newspaper, when the actual journalist, you know, cites someone and set, gives, reposts their opinion, you're supposed to say who they work for if it has some relevance uh, to what they're posting. But right. they, MSNBC didn't do that due diligence, didn't well, look, in a, in a as weird... just posted uh, this anonymous post that could have been by anybody, could have been by fucking Hillary Clinton herself for all they know. You know, uh, um, I, you know, and I don't necessarily, I don't think this is what's happening, but like, if you look at it this way, it's like, this is a way to like actually just launder the opinions of like lobbyists. You know what I mean? Like, oh, why yeah. shouldn't just like a tobacco lobbyist make like a random account with a fucking, you know, uh, an animal head and then like tell people to put that on television? You know what I mean? And suddenly we're not disclosing like that people have personal interest in this. Now that is not making me necessarily, I'm not saying that is what happened here with the horse whisperer account, except in the way that like, you know, the only reason why he got a job working in marketing for these types of companies is because he's the type of person who, like, believes in this kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, it's indicative, like, you know, uh, uh, and I don't know, like, I guess maybe if you put Michael Goodnow on TV, uh, uh, you know, he, it would just look a little different. It would feel a little different. You know what I mean? So I just personally thought his work history was suddenly relevant. And that's and, all you know, posted. That's, that's all, all you posted. I posted. His work now, history. It was very easy to find you know, from what I posted and I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't know that people would be able, if you like know like if you know Google as well as like, I know Google, like you'll be able to find it very easily. You know what I mean? Um, but I didn't dox him. I didn't post his name. I didn't post his face or anything like that. I posted what was relevant and you know, I think it was relevant. So fuck, I don't get, you know what the fuck, what the fuck do you want me to say? Like, I think it was relevant. And, you know, frankly, to be totally honest with you, I don't give a shit that his real identity ended up coming out. And I think it's good that it did. Yeah. But I wasn't the one who put it out there. No, you weren't. You just posted the information that he posted publicly twice, both on Twitter mm -hmm. and on uh, LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. You found out, got the identity from other, you know, centrist Democrats who just don't like the horse. Mm -hmm. And um, then things kind of blew up a little bit where people were accusing you of doxing the horse, of, you know, violating some sort of posters, cold, which I don't really think 
applies here because once your posts start getting posted on TV, it and you are lobbying for industries basically, which is, which is what he's doing because he is his work is to work for all these corporations that you as you said, Bernie yeah. Sanders would absolutely destroy is in his financial interests uh, to attack Bernie Sanders. So it is important. And if any journalist, any journalist would have like taken the time to try and figure out who the horse is before uh, repeating or reposting uh, what he said. Yeah. So I'm like, ultimately, I think it was a good thing that the horse whisperer uh, uh, was exposed. And honestly, like what what ultimately like confirmed 100 percent that it was him was that Neera Tandon posted being like, you think it's okay to dox him? And I was like, okay, so first of all, you know that it actually was him. Um, and you're saying, and you're confirming that here, you know? Yeah, they're the ones who confirmed that. They confirmed it for me. They confirmed it for me. And then Michael ended up doing a big post where he, like, revealed his face to his followers and, like, you know, in a very marketing guy way and, you know, like, laid out his whole life story or whatever. Um, And what I thought was interesting when he did that is that there were a number of people in the replies that said, I thought you were a woman. (laughs) I was like, well, I bet that's why he's been a fucking horse all these years. Yeah, 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 because he has pretended to be... I mean, not, not necessarily pretended, but giving the impression of the way he talks about things and the topic he talks about that he is some marginalized person and right. not just the whitest white man to not ever. Not a white ad marketing guy consultant who has fucking worked for Exxon and Aetna and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, that pissed me off when they showed that on the show. And so I like put out that information or whatever. But now we come to the last couple weeks. He posted, I think it was like that Bree posted something like about, you know, people complaining about uh, Bernie people online or something like that. And she was like, you know, other supporters have messed up people, too. And then Horace quote quote tweeted her and was like, you told people to dox me and like instructed people to dox me (laughs) or whatever. Which was, you know, completely otherly false. She did. I am insanely pissed off insanely pissed off to have my achievements erased like that yes yes i know brie although i haven't talked to brie brie's been very very busy i haven't talked to brie in like years because brie has been busy like getting fucking bernie sanders elected doing so much more than i have and so certainly more than any fucking thing horse is ever ever gonna do in his life anyway i haven't talked to brie in a real long time um uh, and i didn't did not do it at the direction of brie and i had it for a very long time I did it because I was pissed off at the horse whisperer and I hold a personal grudge against this guy because I think he fucking sucks. <laughs> and I personally thought it was relevant. So that's it. That's just how it goes. Like I did it because I wanted to do it. So listen, I had to like go out there when he was posting about Bree and like saying that like she instructed people. I had to go out there and like be straight up and be like, Michael, I doxed you. And so here's but you the didn't thing. Dox him. Here's you the thing, Leslie. Yeah. Here's the thing. You can't dox people, and I would never do that. Um, you can say on Twitter, though, I doxed you. <laughs> That's actually allowed. So what ended up happening is all my tweets got reported by Michael and all his followers and everything like that. And where I explicitly was like, I doxed you because I hate you. And not a one of them was any issue. My account was fine. I got the reports thing being like, you know, these tweets were reported and we couldn't find any issue with the Twitter rules or whatever. And, you know, what actually I did was I did not dox him. 
I just said I doxed him so that he would get sh- so that he could shut the fuck up. <laughs> but you know, it's like, did I facilitate the events that led to everybody knowing who the horse whisperer is online and that being like absolutely widespread common knowledge and his face being posted in like near every reply? Yes, I absolutely did. <laughs> But did I do it myself? Did I put out his name? By the way, doxing wouldn't have even been if I just put out his name and picture. Doxing is when you give people's like social security number yeah. and address and everything like that. But people aren't even like ready to have that conversation yet. Uh, I didn't even dox Michael on even like the lower grade of doxing that <laughs> yeah. people have reduced it to. I didn't even do that. Yeah, because all all you did was explain. Let's say who you worked for. Who this person who's been, who he has worked how, for? Oh, and MSNBC called him some. They called him like a political commentator. Or when they shared his tweet, well, all you said was he's actually not a political commentator. He's actually a marketing guy. <laughs> he's a marketing uh, guy who works, works for, for these, these companies. companies yeah, um, that that if Bernie Sanders were elected, um, he would have a uh, Michael would have a problem with this. So it's mm-hmm. important to note that if you're going to go around posting um, the garbage horse. Opinions about the 2016 election instead of in place of directly in place of normal people posting their stories about how they've turned their, you know, tragedy and their losses and their suffering into something positive in order to create a positive uh, political change and a better world. Um, MSNBC chose uh, the fucking horse they over chose the all horse. that. Mm-hmm. So they it's worth knowing who uh what the horse does at least if not who he is. Yeah. And you know what? I just don't even care. I like I don't like Michael. I think he's a bad guy. I think he is like abusive to people and I think he likes to like hide behind his anonymity to do it. And so in a lot of ways I the way I feel about it is um some things are situational and uh fuck him. <laughs> I can live with it. I can live with myself and I don't give a shit about it and fuck him. Well, the thing so that's is, really how I feel about it. <laughs> well, here's the really funny thing about the horse is that he doesn't act. The only reason he's anonymous is so that he can pretend to be like a marginalized person because sure. he's pretty. So you if can you actually whatever you whatever you want on the canvas. <laughs> it's like I you anything is anyone is behind this account. Yeah, because when he because as we said, you know, he openly talks about the companies work he works for, so he wasn't trying to hide that. He doesn't really say anything that would probably get him in trouble with those comp companies. In fact, the opposite. When it it came out uh, that he he was Michael, like he didn't he posted like his a picture of himself like hanging out like within twenty four hours. Like it wasn't some big shocking thing. He wasn't tr- he he was only hiding his identity. Uh, in order to get um like points for being a black woman, there it had no other effect right. on him. He hasn't changed his post, his posting style. He hasn't even changed his avatar. I'm sure he's thinking. I I'm actually shocked, shocked that he had didn't immediately come out with MichaelGoodno.com and a newsletter and all all this shit because he would have honestly. I I honestly think Leslie that 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 um I I think he's like. Uh, I think he's like a loser. It's actually, like, I actually feel like I think he's like past it. You know what I mean? And I actually think what he's angling at right now is to like work in or for, like work for Rick Wilson or something like that. Like, that's really <laughs> the saddest thing of all. I think he's like angling at working for like it's in someone's like staff or something. 
Oh, well, and I mean, you sharing his LinkedIn could only help with that, honestly. <laughs> you did him a favor. Yeah, I'm just trying to raise awareness about a guy who's out of work. If anything, Jack, you really did him a favor because the wild post he would be making now about Michael Bloomberg and how <laughs> how racist it was for Ben Dixon to point point uh, post the audio of Michael Bloomberg uh, praising stopping frist. Like you really saved the horse from himself, really. <laughs> I really did. I really did save the horse from himself. And you know what? The story does have a positive ending at the end of all this because yes. you know, uh, well. It has a sli- uh, one more slightly negative turn. Oh, I got pissed off at him enough because of him posting about trying uh, about, and his attempt at influencing the ongoing presidential election by trying to post lies about Bree, uh, saying that she had uh, incited his doxing. That actually pissed me off. So I dropped another piece of information, and this is not as nice. Yeah, but I did drop the information that Michael has a five thousand dollar debt. To a banana republic credit card. Jack, and listen, Jack. I have even that too. even even I even it's I not nice. Am willing to say, you know what, Jack? That's too far. No, it doesn't hurt anything, but you know, I know it doesn't help. It was just you know. funny. It's funny. That's a, that's a DM one. I, I I honestly say, Jack, that's a DM one. Well, I'm sorry to take anyway. you. I'm sorry it's to take fine. you the task on the. It's podcast. fine. It's there. It's there anyway. It's there. I know it wasn't <laughs> nice to do, and everybody's like, "This isn't nice and it's hypocritical." I'm like, "I, ha- I have not paid my debts. <laughs> I will just be straight up that I have not paid my debts, and I don't find it to be a shameful thing. I'm just making fun of someone and and be and being mean." Yes. What I'm trying to do here is is being mean. People are like, "How is this good politics?" I'm like, "This is not about politics. This is just being mean." <laughs> It's just good old-fashioned being mean to someone I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Important distinction. But after that, it did take a positive turn. Yes, it did. Uh, uh, It did take a positive turn. Uh, That caused Michael to run a chain block on every single one of my followers. He blocked all all 25,000 people that were following me because I posted with the Banana Republic thing. Um, And I bought the domain of horsewhisperer.com for my upcoming trademarked, uh, you know, in a website with information about political issues. Uh, and I was able to post out, like, you know, uh, uh, if you're blocked by the horse whisperer, you have to go to this link and donate. And I forwarded it to a, a link to donate for Bernie. And every single person that follows me is blocked. So the trick worked really, really well. And we, as we, as I said before, were able to raise. Now it is over eighty one thousand uh, dollars for the Bernie Sanders campaign. Sixteen thousand of that was the from the uh, the trucking stream I did uh, on Jack AM. But everything above the sixteen thousand was raised purely, pretty much out of animus for the Horse Whisperer account. <laughs> and you know the other people that started came on board. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, if you go to it right now, it says Horse Whisperer is a website featuring information about political issues. Donate to the Bernie Sanders campaign here. Your donation goes directly to the campaign in full. And that's true. Anybody, by the way, I want I should I've been trying to tell people this. It's so easy to be a political bundler. Go to actblue.com, log into your account if you've ever signed in when you give a political donation. And there's a link that says your fundraising. And you can just make your own fundraising page and raise money for the Bernie Sanders campaign. You are now a political bundler from what you just heard me say. You are a political bundler. Okay, well, That's Jack, as easy not, as it is. not technically. That's a, political bundling is a little different. The reason we don't – it's the bad version, the one that Pete does in the wine 
uh, cave is like it's a way to give more than what you're supposed to be legally uh, yes. allowed to do. No, I'm saying that we are we we need to be our own little mini mini bundlers. <laughs> we need to bundle all the five dollar donations. Anyway, uh, um, uh, it says your donation goes directly to the campaign in full, and then we say this page is not associated with Nira Tandon, Chris Hardball, Chris Matthews, Robbie Mook, Pod Save America, Quibby, or Doctor Jason Johnson. This page is associated with Horse Whisperer, a website featuring information about political issues, trademark pending. And so that all sort of meets the very legal limit. Yeah. Uh, go to horsewhisperer.com if you'd like to donate today. And so uh, where we're at now is that horsewhisperer.com will eventually be a political website that you own, you own the name of. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean um, for Michael Goodnote on Twitter, who's currently using your pending trademark as his display name? That's a very, very Twitter. good question. So you're asking me, what does Twitter have any policies for when you're the legal holder of a trademark and someone squatting uh, that handle on Twitter? Uh, I would have to say that yes, they do have they do have recourse for that kind of thing. Uh, um, and yeah, if you hold the trademark uh, uh, for a name and you can prove that you hold the trademark for it, you can typically get that at um, and get it verified. Hmm. So if you're asking me if there's recourse uh, for business owners like me and trademark holders like me um, to uh, uh, fight against, um, you know, tr- uh, uh, at you know handle squatting and trademark, uh, yes, there are, and, I, and I'm very very thankful for that. Yeah. Wow. Well, folks, that's the horse whisper story. That's the horse whisper. I didn't episode, even know everybody. all of that. I didn't even know all of that. But you asked for it. Look, you got it. We're I'm gonna sick. File this. I know some people <laughs> probably will be listening to this and be like, "Jack is more fucked up than I thought he was." And guess what? I sure am. <laughs> but it's for the people, everybody. I'm on our side. Anyway. Yeah, you're you're not online pretending to be a black woman for. I'm Exxon. on our side. <laughs> You're not pretending to be a black woman for Exxon or anything like that. So I think you're still better off than uh, um, the horse account. (laughs) All right, folks. That was Struggle Session. Head to Mm horsewhisperer.com if you want uh, to donate. Jack is trying to hit 100,000 just so he can, like, show it to the horse and annoy him. <laughs> that is what we want. We want six figures so that whenever the Horse Whisperer guy goes to horsewhisper.com, he sees exactly how much was raised in his name. All right, folks. Have a good one. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.